Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. speaking to me this morning and I felt he was saying that 
Many of us desire to be filled with the spirit and filled with this living water, like she was saying, like, give me this living water because it'll be brilliant. I won't have to drink. But she was talking about physical drink. He was talking about the spirit. But I feel like many of us want to receive living water, receive his spirit, and to be able to flow in his, in his spirit and live in that wherever we are, whether we're at home, at work, at school, at college, whatever we're doing with kids, whatever. But sometimes there can be blockages in our lives that stop that living water flowing and welling up and just kind of just being like a stream. And I felt the Lord just show me a picture. And I think a few weeks ago, a guy talked about wells. And there's a guy that we watched on the live stream and he talked about wells of water and digging up wells and stuff like that. Um, But I felt the Lord show me a picture of just how we have a well inside of us. If you're born again, spirit filled this morning, or you're just born again, no matter what, you have a well inside of you. And it's the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you. If you're giving your life to the Lord, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of you and you have a well. It's an unlimited stream of water, an unlimited stream of his spirit that can flow through you. But sometimes, because of the things in life that happen to us that we go through, that stream can just get blocked or that well can get blocked. Things can get dropped into that well and it just causes a blockage and it prevents us from from that living water flowing through us and flowing up and moving. And and the Lord was just very specific with me and and I, I, I knew it was him and I knew it was very clear and he actually even spoke to me about some things in my personal life that could be blockages in my well so this morning, I just feel like God wants to unblock our wells today, unblock the wells, unblock, remove stones, remove junk, remove dirt that's blocking our wells from us fully being able to receive and live in that fullness of his spirit. There's some scriptures here I, I pulled out from Genesis 26. This is right at the beginning of the Bible. And let me just quickly read this and I'll explain it. It says, all the, all the wells that his father's servant had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines had stopped up, filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped in the valley of Gerah where he settled. And Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the times of his father Abraham which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died. And he gave them the same names that his father had given them. So Abraham, in his time, had dug certain wells in this area. And obviously, wells back in those days were massively, massively important because it was where you got water from, you got clean water from. And what the enemies of Abraham would do and Isaac and Jacob and, you know, throughout the ages, they would block up the well. So if they took, they had a battle with, with you know, back in the day, you know, this was the beginning of the Israelites, people of Israel, they had a battle with them, then and they took the land, they would then block the wells up so they just get dirt and junk and stuff and block the wells so that they couldn't return to that land and draw out clean water. And it said here, Isaac, he reopened the wells. He, he realised... He realized that they'd come back into this area of the land and they needed clean water. They needed the water, so, they, so he, he, un, he dug them out. He got the earth out. He got the stones out so that they could drink again. And I feel like sometimes in our lives, 
things we go through and sometimes the enemy, spiritual thing, spiritual enemies in our lives can try and block our well so that we can't receive that living water from it, so that we can't fully receive it. I mean, I know that, you know, God, you know, God can do anything at any given time, any given place, but sometimes it can be things that we've gone through in life that have caused us to lose the belief, the faith that God can fill us and use us and work through us and that, that living water can flow again. Some, they're just things that happen. We go, you know, things happen in life. Now, some of these stones, I've, I felt the Lord kind of name and, and just highlight. And some of them were discouragement. So as we go through our, our Christian life, we go through our journey with God, and even before you, even can be sometimes before you're a Christian, you can experience in life things that discourage you. I'm kind of more focusing on since you've become a Christian. We can go on our journey with God and we can be discouraged by stuff. Now, maybe that can be promises that haven't been fulfilled, like things that we feel like God is going to do in our lives that he's not done yet, or we've just not seen it happen. They could be any number of things, healings, just things that we're praying for, things that we're believing for, things that we want God to do. And we've not seen it and we're discouraged. Now that can become like a stone that blocks that well because it kind of sits there heavy and it's like when God wants to actually do something in your life or fill you with his spirit or work through you, that discouragement can just sit there and it can be like, oh God, I really, I do want to do what you're asking me to do with my life, but there's something of there's something just weighing down in my spirit, in my, I don't want to call it your spirit, but in your soul maybe, that's probably the better um, but, but an explanation but something that just weighs down that stops God from moving so discouragement was one um, disappointment I think is linked with discouragement disappointment is, is, is a very similar thing there something we believe in God to do something we want to see happen in our lives or something negative that's happened to us in our lives we've got disappointed we've got discouraged and, it's, and it sits there and it can block I feel like another stone is unbelief, but that unbelief can come from those things where we've not seen God come through. It can create a stone of unbelief. Do I really believe God can do this for me? Do I really believe God wants to use me anymore? Someone mentioned this morning in our prayer meeting, shame. I think Yvonne mentioned shame. We're praying about something. Shame can be something. Something that maybe has happened to you, something maybe you've done to someone else, but that it, it can just cause that where you disqualify yourself. You say, God, I'm dirty. You know, something's been done to me or I've done something so bad to someone else. God, I know you can't, I don't believe you can forgive me. So that shame and that guilt can just weigh in that well that causes a blockage, causes the streams to not be able to flow anymore maybe it could be all of these things maybe it could be a number of these things unforgiveness is another one I think that's a big one for many people and sometimes with unforgiveness yes it is the big things in life that have happened to us and we may find it very difficult to forgive people but it can also be smaller things and I think for some of us we've got to be careful you know I'm talking to myself we've got to be careful that the smaller things don't build up they might be small pebbles of unforgiveness but then they build up and they build up and they build up and they become a big blockage after a while. And we've got to be careful that we're making sure we're, 
as we would say, keep, keeping short accounts with God, but forgiving people. When they've, when they've wronged us, it might be a small thing. Someone's said, someone's done, something that someone said about us, you know, something that's happened maybe in the workplace, whatever, I don't know. But God asks us to forgive people because he's forgiven us for so much. And it's not easy, don't get me wrong. I know it's not like, it doesn't always just happen like that. Some people, have, some of you have gone through some horrendous things, things that I've not experienced in my life. And to forgive that person who did that to you is not, not sometimes just you click your fingers, oh God, I forgive them and it's just gone. Sometimes it's a process that you go through with the Lord, forgiving maybe over and over again, allowing the Lord to soften your heart, allowing him to do a work inside of you that lets that forgiveness become complete. But it's a, it's a, it can be a blockage. And if we're not careful, those little, the little stones can become a big, it can become a big blockage. I mean, those, those were the things that I, I listed. There's, there could be more. And you may, you may think, you know, when we have some time to pray in a bit, you might recognize things that are like a blockage. You feel like this just weighs in, in me. Lord, I know you want to use me. Lord, I know you want to do something. Lord, I want to even serve you. And I want to give you everything. But there's just these things that, that just block what you want to do. So at some point, I do, I do want us to, we're going to pray into some of that. We're going to pray into that. And I want to give you time to just process with God yourself this morning. Um, and, pro, and, and, you know, Again, that process might not happen just straight away this morning, but it may be something you go away and you continue to do. But I believe God wants to use us. God wants, in a good way, God wants to use us to see his kingdom come. You know, in some of the prayer meetings that we've been having and in some of the things that we've been doing, you know, in wider kingdom faith, you know, there's, there's, work, for, there's work for us to do in God's kingdom. There's... God wants to extend his kingdom. He wants to reach out to people. He wants to see people's lives changed. He loves people. He loves us and he loves other people. And he wants us to be carriers of his love out to the world. And, you know, some of these guys are going, some of the guys have been going out doing outreach. Some of you tell me stories where you've been in your workplaces and you've been talking to people about Jesus and, you know, people have been responding or you've been praying with people in the workplace or wherever. That's great. God wants us to be out there. He wants us to be sharing what we have, not just keeping it all to ourselves. But in order for that to happen, what helps that process is that we deal with those things. We can't be carrying around stuff that is preventing God from using us fully and preventing him being able to flow through us and really touch the lives of other people around us. John 7, 37 to 39, it says, On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Jesus invites us over and over again. There's other scriptures where he invites us to come, come to him. Whoever is thirsty, come to me and drink. Whatever you need today in your life, Jesus wants to give you. Jesus is the solution to every single problem. You know, we were to speak, you know, these, these songs this morning, it was all about Jesus, 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 say the name of Jesus, whatever. 
He is the solution to every issue, every problem we've ever had in our lives. And that's a fact. And you need to believe that. And Jesus invites us to come to him. Come and drink. Come and taste and see that he is good. You know, come taste and see. Receive from me. He wants to fill us up. He wants to give us his spirit without measure, another scripture says. He wants to fill us to overflowing. He wants our cup to be full. He wants us to be full of him so that we can change the lives of people around us, so that he can change the lives of people around us. So he invites us to drink. And as he says there, um, whoever believes in me, as the scripture said, so we need to apply some faith, rivers of living water will flow from within them. It's, It's talking about his spirit will flow through us. So I want us us to take time, how long have we got? I want us to take some time to just remove some stones this morning. And I want to open it up, I want to open up the mic as well. If people, especially some of the guys I was praying with last night, I I told them to be a little bit prepared for this. But if if you guys have anything along these lines, or anyone else, anyone in the room has anything that they feel like the Lord is saying that's along the, those lines of blockages in people's lives, just come and share, come up to me and tell me, and, and, we'll, and you can release something to set people free. You know, something I believe the Lord was speaking to me last night, actually, was that in, in the time that we're in, it's not always going to be about the man of God, as I'm, I'm, I'm here as the pastor in this church. It's not just going to be about me doing everything to, to set people free or to, to carrying all the authority in the room, all the power in the room, all the miraculous, you know, doing the miraculous and all of that. I believe that we're in a season where God wants all of his people working. All of his people have his spirit, have the gifts of his spirit, and they, everyone can hear from God, minister to others and release things to others. No one's disqualified in this place. You might have done some things wrong in your life, in your past. Things might have been done to you again, that blockage of shame. No one's disqualified. God will use anyone and everyone that makes themselves available to him. And I believe God wants to mobilize the body of Christ, mobilize all of us to be active, to be working. You know, whether you're at home, at school, at college, at the workplace, wherever you are, I believe God wants to mobilize you spiritually so that you can go and do his work wherever you are. That there's no excuse, that, as in, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but when God says, when God gives you an, uh, a kind of an unction of his spirit to go and do something, there's no excuse to say, oh God, I can't do that because of this or because of that or because I've done this. I believe God wants to remove those things this morning so that we can, we are qualified by him, that that he can use us and work through us. If we'd just like to stand to your feet. Um, I'm not sure what kind of music we've got. Could we just play that? I think it's pad. It's a pad, pad track. We're going to just jump straight into this because of because of the time. I want I want us 
you just take a bit of time, maybe close your eyes. And what we're going to do is we're just going to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal anything inside of us that is blocking our well. Sometimes I think we can be, we can wait. There's a story in the Bible um, about the pool of Bethesda, which was a pool that the story, the story says, or I mean, the account says in the gospels that at a specific time, an angel would come down and stir the waters and whoever got into that pool first was healed. I met some of you will know that story. Sometimes I feel like as a body of Christ, we, we can wait for God to do something before I step out and do something for God. And many of us can just be waiting, waiting, waiting. And we can wait for the rest of our lives for God to actually make the first move before we actually step out and do something for him. And actually God has put the ball in our court firmly. It's not about us waiting for him. He's already done everything that he needs to do. Amen. He's paid the price on the cross. He's given his life for us. He's actually paid the price for every wrong thing that we've done. All of our sin, all of our shame, all of our guilt, all of these things that I listed, the discouragement, the disappointment, the unbelief, the lack of faith, whatever it may be, the, the, forgive, the unforgiveness, all of those things, Jesus has already paid the price for and has already made a way through them so that you don't have to carry those things anymore, that they, so that those things don't have to be a blockage in your life anymore. He's done that work. Now we need to respond to him. So I'm just, I want you to just ask the Holy Spirit, is there anything blocking his work from taking place in your life? Is there anything there blocking him filling you, using you, working through you, blessing you? Sometimes these things can be a blocking of the blessing of God that he wants to pour out in our life. He says, deal with this first and then I'll pour out the blessing that I'm wanting to pour out. But I can't do it while you're carrying bitterness, anger, rage, you know, whatever it may be. While this stuff churning on in the inside of you. You can move that stuff out the way, then I will come and do what I need to do. There's a scripture in Hebrews 12. I think someone quoted it this morning at some point. It says, therefore, since we're surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up and entangles us. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. This stuff that just weighs us down, this stuff that just tangles us up, this stuff that just gets in the way of God doing what he wants to do in us, through us, and for us. So Holy Spirit, right now, just show us, show, show me, show all of us, if that's in the heart of everyone here, show us any blockages in our well that, Lord, you can fully use us for your glory. Sometimes it might just be something that, you know, often these things, they can be, um, they immediately come to mind straight away. And that's the Holy Spirit bringing that to your, your mind immediately. It's like, it's this.
maybe there's more than one thing. I know, I know in me, and I was kind of dealing with some of this with the Lord today, there has been certain discouragements, there's been certain disappointments in my life where I've believed God for something or to see certain things or other people have said God's going to do this and then it doesn't happen and I'm not talking about anything anything recently but these are things from years ago that things haven't actually happened and then it's been like okay well okay where's God in this and I, I've, I felt the Lord was saying showing me that that's, that's a stone in there that just prevents me from doing something when I'm saying I'm going to do this you immediately go into unbelief. You immediately go into doubt. You immediately go into a place of, well, God, really, can you do that? Because you didn't do it last time. And I felt the Lord was saying, that's something you need to deal with that because that can be, that's a blockage for me. I can't fully do what I want to do through you while you're standing in a place of unbelief or doubt or lack of faith. So what I want us to do this morning, if there's people you need to forgive, if you need help, you can come and speak to us. What, I, what I'm going to do, and some people on the spot, we'll have some people out the front that are going to pray with you if you, want, if you want to pray. If you need to forgive someone, maybe you can do it straight away right now. Maybe you need some help to process that. If there's some discouragement there, maybe again, you can bring it before the Lord and say, Lord, when there's disappointment and discouragement, there's a humility in us that needs to say, Lord, forgive me that I've been hanging on to this. Lord, forgive me. I just give this thing to you. Lord, I choose to put my faith back in you and back in what you can do. And I, I know you can do it. You said nothing is impossible for you in your word. So we're going to hand some things over to the Lord this morning. While you're standing there, just 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 pray those things through. Thank you, Jesus. If any of those guys that asked if they had anything to share, if they might have anything to share, yeah, come. Let, let that balm of Gilead just flow over you. 
as you love again, you will fly. The broken wings will be broken. The, the broken wings will be healed. You will rise again. You will fly again. Because my healing is here. I want to make you whole. I want you to believe and I want you to dream again. Because I've never left you. I've never forsaken you. But I've always been with you. So trust me, my children, and open your hearts today and let me heal you. sometimes in these wells you would get snakes go down into the wells and we can have these snakes that are in us in our wells they're lying they're deceiving they're destructive they come to destroy us and when people draw, people need to have to be careful in those days that when they drew up from the well, that if there was a snake in the bucket, they didn't get bitten. And I just pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, that any snakes that we have in our wells, we just remove them, we throw them out, we cast them out. If it's hatred, if it's anger, if it's unforgiveness, if it's... Um, lying, cheating, whatever it is, Lord. We just take these snakes and we just lift them out and we just throw them on the floor and we tread them under our feet. We crush the heads of the snakes that, that have tried to lie and deceive each and every one of us. Not only have we been blocked up by these snakes, they've every, sometimes, you know, we think we've dealt with something. I know I have and I felt I've dealt with these snakes that have been lying and deceiving me. And actually what they've done, they've swum down deeper and they've hidden in the depths. But I pray, Lord, we go deep right now in the name of Jesus. We all go deep and we pull them out and we throw them out in the name of Jesus. Jesus, we will not be deceived anymore by these lying, cheating, deceiving snakes that come to destroy lives. I just pray, Father. For every single one of us, Lord. As we deal with the snakes that have come. Father God, that you cleanse us at the same time, Father. So this water will bubble up and flow, Father. And all the rocks and all the dirt and all the muck just be gone in the name of Jesus. Father. Jesus' wonderful name. Any of us, none of us will be deceived anymore. 
we are full of you, Lord Jesus. We don't need to listen to the lies of the enemy anymore. Whatever it may be, we cast you out back to the pit where you belong. You're under our feet. And we crush you, Satan, with all your serpents and all your snakes and whatever they are. And we crush them under our feet in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, in the in Numbers it says, um, this is when Moses and uh, and it's a very simple and it says I pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us so I pray in the name of Jesus Lord you take those snakes away from us you've given us authority, you've given us authority over them Lord and we crush them under our feet in Jesus name to me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lonely in heart and ye shall find rest for your soul for my yoke is easy and my burden is light I'm here to encourage anyone who is struggling with unforgiveness and bitterness I am a woman helped by God in the area of unforgiveness and bitterness. And I sense the Lord is saying, I've helped you, but you've got to make a choice. All the Lord wants now is for you to make a choice. You don't have what it takes to forgive because it's deep, because it's painful. He knows that. But he says, make a choice to let go at my feet. I give you the grace to be whole. He said, learn of me. He's gentle. And he says, I will work with you. You're not alone. But unforgiveness is not acceptable before his presence. So we have to deal with it. No matter how painful it is. And don't get me wrong, it is painful. But I'm here to tell you this afternoon. That when you say, Lord, I give it to you. He comes and strengthens you in the inner man. That you're able to walk. You know it's not you. The enemy will come to try to see if you will pick it up again. No. You don't pick it up again. You trust him that he's faithful about what he said and he would accomplish it. So let's trust God today. It could be small. It could be something you think it's not possible because it's deep. Your heart is bleeding and the master sees it. But he said, come to me and I will heal you. And moving forward, he said, you would learn of me to walk in victory in this place of bitterness and unforgiveness. 
But you can't be victorious if there is unforgiveness, if there is bitterness. You can't. Father, Lord, I just want to thank you. Thank you, Father, for the work you've done in my heart and you're continuing to do. I stand today, oh God, asking, oh God, in the gap on behalf of anyone, oh God, who is in this place, oh God, of struggle. Who, oh God, genuinely, oh God, has been battered, pained. The experience, oh God, no one even understands, but you do. I ask, oh God, that you was reach deep and heal, oh God. Heal in the inner man, oh God. Every broken heart receive the touch of God and the grace to let go. Some of us are not able to even let go. But Lord, we invite you. Help us let go. And we receive your freedom. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. upon you to mend the broken hearted 
So stand strong with the Lord because he's with you. Even when, he, when you can't see him, he's still, he's still with you by his love. Because I saw the light shining and it means darkness cannot comprehend what God wants to do with you. Even I saw the light moving from last month to this month. So that also speaks of like someone's birthday, someone's birth. And I had a name. I saw letter V, I saw letter I, I saw letter C. Like Vic. So I had the name Vic. Then the Lord asked me to pray for the person. Someone close. Her name will be Victoria. I saw that word. Then I pray for Victoria wherever she is. I ask God. This may be a friend. But, but I had the name clear. I also pray for her. That the power of God should rest upon her wherever she is right now. And let her be free. And you are praying for, you are asking God for salvation of someone's soul. And the Lord said, you are asking God for salvation for your family. Someone needs salvation. And the Lord said, I should tell you, he's going to answer your prayers. And his promises and prophecies will come to pass without nothing delaying it. By this time next year, put it down. By this time next year, even beginning from right now, we are seeing in front of you. The hand of God is, is going to be so strong upon you and your children. And the glory of God is going to overshadow you and your children. And the spirit of God is going to be upon you and your children. And each one of you will begin to prophesy, begin to see vision, begin to do the work of God. And I saw that. Both of you I saw a, the spirit of worship resting upon you because the Lord has given you a trumpet. Just be strong with the Lord because God is with you. And I pray that this word of God which you have received will be productive, will be fruitful. As we are living, even when you get home, the same light which I saw should keep on shining and darkness can never comprehend it, says the Lord of hosts. Jesus name. Thank you, Jeremiah. Maybe you can continue speaking to them after after we've finished. Obviously meant a lot to you guys. Um what I want to do is I know we're running out of time. I want to just open up the front. So if we could if I could just have a few people to just Gail and Carol and um Rachel, Anna, if you're free, I don't know. If you just come to the front and if anyone wants to pray through anything that we've spoken about this morning or needs help just processing stuff, you know, feel free. Actually, Anna, maybe we, Anna, maybe we don't need you. If there's more people, then if you, if you come forward. Um, but just, yeah, use this opportunity. If God has brought something up or highlighted something and you know you need prayer to see that thing shifted, please come and speak to some, speak to these people here. Um, there is a video that I have to show this morning, otherwise we'll be a little bit out of sync. And it is eight minutes, so it's going to go on for a while. 
but we do need to watch it. I'm just going to pray. I'm going to kind of close the meeting, but please pray with these guys as, as we watch the video. Maybe you want to go off to the side a little bit. Um, but Father, yeah, Lord, I thank you for what you've done this morning and what you're doing in people's lives, Father. Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that you want to see us receive your spirit in its fullness. Father, I thank you, Lord, that you've highlighted things to us that need to be changed, need to be just reordered, need to be shifted. And Lord, let those shifting, let the shifting take place in Jesus' name. Father, let us be connected with you in such a way, Lord God, that you do that shifting. Father, let us be open in our lives enough so that you can move away those things. Father, we ask you, we want to be used fully by you for your glory. Father, we know that's the best place to live. That's the best place to be with your peace, your love, your joy resting in our lives, oh God. So Jesus, I thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.